0: tonight. Appreciate uh, each and every one of you that are here on this evening and those who are watching online. Uh, We talked last week about fear and how that there has been a release of fear upon the nation and we talked uh, quite extensively about that and uh, tonight I want to go uh, and talk to you on the subject, the fearless life, the fearless life, how do we live a fearless life? And so I want to go to Psalms chapter 91, and we'll read that here tonight. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress and my God, and in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the uh, peerless pestilence. And he shall give his uh, angels, or he shall give uh, cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you, you take refuge. And his truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You shall put. Uh, shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the error that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you and keep you in all of your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra and the young lion and the serpent you shall trample under feet because he has set his love upon you therefore i will deliver him and i will set him on high because he has known my name amen he shall call upon me and i will answer him and i will be with him In trouble and I will deliver him and honor him with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation I wanted to read that entire chapter but today I want to look at verse number one he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty Now I want to go to the New Testament because we know that a truth runs as a scarlet thread throughout the word of God, amen? Anybody can take one scripture and take it out of context, but a truth will be found woven throughout the word. And so Mark chapter five and verse 25, it says a certain woman which had an issue of blood, 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when uh, she had heard of Jesus, came in and pressed behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I will be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she uh, she was healed of that plague. Yes. So I want to talk to you tonight about living the fearless life. Living the fearless life. Uh, You may ask yourself the question, what does these two verses have in common? I don't know. I just thought I would read them. No. (laughs) No, we're gonna get into this tonight and I believe if you'll give me about 10 or 15 minutes, I'll tie these together. Uh, Most of us are aware that when the woman in mark chapter 5 touched the hem of jesus's garment she touched the tassels of his robe those tassels not only represent the law of god but they also represent the promises of god and most biblical theologians scholars believe that because the tassels were low to the ground in order for this woman to touch the hem of his garment or to touch these tassels that she would have to be in a lowered position. There's no way that she could be standing upright and touch these tassels, but that she had to lower herself and be in a lowered position so that she might be able to touch the tassels. So perhaps she was on her knees, perhaps she was on her hands and knees, perhaps she was crawling, but at whatever case it was, she had to have lowered herself down in order to reach the tassels. This woman's miracle took place in the daytime. If the biblical scholars are correct about the tassels being low to the ground, then in order for her to touch the hem, she would have to be under the shadow of Jesus. Do you see that? she would have to get her, lower herself down and as she lowered herself down in that lowered position as Jesus would pass by, she would be under the shadow of Jesus. In other words, his shadow would have been over her and covering her. It's under the shadow of the Almighty that we have access to him. And I, I'm talking about such things as life, healing, Peace, the power of God, the power of living, the prosperity, the freedom, the favor, the victory, the joy. when you, The hall of life we have whenever we are under the shadow of the Almighty. These things are all under the shadow of the Almighty, the Most High God he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty this word here a shadow in psalms 91 speaks of close proximity all right why is it because you cannot be under the shadow of someone or something if you're not in close proximity to it right If you are way away from the building, you'll not be in the shadow of the building. If you are away from an individual or from a thing, you will not be in the shadow, but you have to be in close proximity to whatever is casting the shadow in order to be in the shadow or under the shadow. And so so, why is it that some Christians expect to be under the shadow of God whenever they only come to church once a month or they come to the house of God twice a year how can you be under the shadow if you're not in close proximity to the one cast in the shadow amen what is the secret place of the most high is it a prayer closet is it a place of hiding that you go to that no one can find you is it a place of spiritual enlightenment what what is this secret place Uh, i want to go tonight to exodus chapter 33 and verse number 18 and uh, we see there that moses this response of moses and he said i beseech thee or please show me your glory and then Uh, Moses said I beseech you show me your glory and God responds to him by telling Moses that he could not permit him to see his face but in 22 verse 22 then he said I will make all my goodness pass before you And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion to whom I will have compassion. Amen. He said that I'm going to cause him to pass by, and he said, I will put him in the cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand till I pass by. What is he saying? He's saying that uh, what is the rock? The rock is referring here to Jesus. Amen. And so Jesus is our secret place. Can you see that? He is the secret place that we hide in the strong tower until the storm passes over. He is the secret place that we run to and we find safety, we find peace, we find help, we find refuge in the times of trouble, in the times of the storm. And so Moses had the access to God in a way that during this time they said that you cannot look upon God or you cannot see his face and live. And so here in Exodus 33, he talks to him about showing him his hinder parts. It does not refer to God showing Moses his rear end. It speaks to us of God showing Moses where he has already been. Amen. That's the reason why that Moses could write the the uh, the new the first five books of the uh, Bible is because that whenever you look at it he he wasn't there in the beginning but he was he, he God showed him these things because he found himself hidden in God he found himself hidden in Christ and God will give us revelation knowledge he will show himself to us whenever we run into him we find that secret place that is Christ Jesus and as born-again believers we are in him right because we're in him we are righteous we are redeemed we are ransomed we are forgiven we have been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have an eternal covenant with Him tonight. Amen. We have an eternal covenant, eternal covenant with Him. We have access to everything that is in Him. Life. We have healing, we have peace, we have power, we have prosperity, we have favor, we have freedom, we have joy, we have a sound mind, we have victory. It's all in Him, in that secret place, in Him, in that secret place, we find everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. And so when we are find ourselves in Him, then He will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, our Lord. What does this have to do with fearless living or a fearless life? When we live, on, live under the shadow of the Almighty, we can live a fearless life. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse number 1, it said, The wicked flee when no man is pursuing, but the righteous are bold as a lion. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Amen. In other words, the wicked are foolish because you shouldn't be running running if nobody's chasing you. (laughs) Amen. The righteous are bold as a lion and a lion isn't afraid of anything. The righteous are bold as a lion. When I think about the word righteous, other words that come to my mind are words like holy, pure, clean. It means all of these things, but it also speaks about my right standing in God. I have not made myself right standing. He has done that for me. He has purchased me with his own blood and he has made me righteous, right? And so I am standing in his righteousness or I am in right standing with God because we are righteous. We are in right standing with God. We have the right to take our rightful place of authority in the kingdom of God. I know that y'all probably can't believe it, but I've had a highway patrol pull me over a time or two. (laughs) And Brother John, none of them have ever asked me permission, may I write you a ticket? (laughs) Never. They never said, well, (laughs) would it be okay, maybe if I no, no, they don't do that. They asked me for my license and registration. Then they look at me and ask me questions but none of them pertain to is it okay if i write you a ticket the reason that they don't have to ask that is because they are in right standing with their department they know that they're standing in a rightful place of authority And because they're in the rightful place of authority, they have the right to exercise their authority in writing me a ticket if I like it or not. Not one military officer has ever asked their enemy for permission to invade their territory. Not once. Why? They have been given instructions by a higher authority to carry out an assignment and they are confident that they are standing in their rightful place of authority. So therefore, they do not ask their enemy, is it okay if I invade your territory because they have higher authority than their enemy? Amen. In my house, whenever the kids used to start acting up, I didn't ask them for permission to spank their behind. Jordan quite often tells the story that he says that they knew that it was all right to carry on until they heard my chair squeak and getting up. And they knew it was too late. I don't remember that, but he seems to. You don't have to ask permission when you're in authority. We don't have to ask permission for the enemy, from our enemy to impose upon him or this earth what God has called us to do. In our Christian walk, we need to stand in our rightful place of authority. And we need to exercise our God-given right to stop asking the devil for permission, amen, and quit meowing like a cat and start roaring like a lion, because a lion, the righteous are as bold as a lion, right? The righteous are as bold as a lion, and so when you look up this definition of the word lion in Proverbs 28 and verse number one, when... when We all know what a lion is, but the definition seems to be, uh, you may say, well, why do you need to look up what a lion is? Well, when you look it up, you'll discover that this particular word refers to a specific type of lion, one which is covered by a mane, right? In further research, in the Hebrew word for lion, in this particular word for lion, Another Hebrew word, which it comes from another Hebrew word, which means a covered village or a place of covering. So from this, we can conclude out of Proverbs 28 and verse one, it speaks of a lion, which is covered by a mane. And I believe that's significant. Why? Why can the, why is it? Because the righteous can be bold as a lion. Why can they go anywhere and do anything with boldness? Why is it that we can live a fearless life? The answer is simple because the righteous are covered. Hallelujah. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. We are covered with his righteousness. And they are we are under the shadow. We are under him. We humble ourselves before the mighty hand of it. Doesn't matter if you're poor or you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're good looking or not so good looking. It doesn't matter if you're skinny or you're wide. It doesn't matter why. Because we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been brought into this great cover. Of God, And he tells us that we don't have to go around asking permission and meowing like a house cat, but we have the authority to release a roar into the earth and let the devil know that we have an assignment here and we are not going to cower away. We're not going to back into a corner, but we're going to declare the goodness of God in the land of the living. And we're going to let the devil know that we're going to take our sons and our daughters. We're going to take our families. We're going to take everything, and the kingdom of God has given us permission and authority over. And we're going to declare the kingdom of God has come unto us. Amen. The kingdom of God has come unto us. As believers, you have been made the righteousness of God. Amen. You've been made the righteousness of God. You were baptized into his righteousness. We didn't do it on our own. We didn't merit it, but he gave it to us. Just as you was born again, you you received righteousness the same way. And so we are in Christ and we are righteous. And the righteous are as bold as a lion. Amen. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter how high you are or how low you are, how up you are or how down you are. You can go into any room, any atmosphere, and begin to release a roar, and you 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 are fearless as a lion. Why is that? Because you have the blood covenant and you've been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen said, you're under the shadow of the Almighty. When the woman with the issue of blood bowed down and touched the hem of his garment, she was covered. It has speaks to us a lot of pride and arrogance, doesn't it? Whenever we're proud, when we're arrogant, when we're standing up with our chest out and In our flesh and doing what we want to do and we think that we are all of that in a bag of chips and some government cheese Uh, but the reality of it is is we're nothing but when we humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God he lifts us up in due season because this is an upside-down kingdom right if you want to go up you got to go down if you want to increase you got to decrease Amen. And so whenever we learn this principle and we humble ourselves, it is un- under, in that humbling of ourselves that we get under the shadow of the Almighty. When the woman with the issue of blood bowed down and touched the hem of his garment, she was, uh, she was covered. She had never been covered before. She had never been under the shadow before. But under the shadow of the Almighty, she had access to life, right? The thing that she so desperately needed was unavailable anywhere else, but it was available under the shadow. And so I want to make an announcement today and and just tell you that everything that you need in your life is available under the shadow, Whenever we humble ourselves before him, we come in close proximity to him, right? Because we have to be close to him to get under the shadow. And whenever we get under the shadow, then we become covered. And as we are covered, we, are, we receive everything that is in him because he is our hiding place. And so we live and we move and we have our being and everything that we have and everything that we need and everything that pertains to life and godliness is found in him, found in that shadow, found in that close proximity. So if we do not have what we need tonight, what does that say? We got to get closer. We got to get closer because when we get close to him, we get in that close proximity and then whenever and as a result we are covered you are under the shadow of the almighty and under the shadow of the almighty sickness dissipates under the shadow of the almighty poverty and lack cannot touch you you can you're covered under the shadow of the almighty he that dwells in the secret place he who dwells in Jesus shall abide under the shadow of the almighty when you live in in the secret place, you have you are free to live a fearless life. You are righteous. You've been made righteous. You've been made pure. You've been made holy, and you're covered. You're covered by His shadow, so He makes you bold. And you don't have to cower away from the the enemy. You don't have to ask permission from the enemy. You roar like a lion that he's created you to be. Amen? Amen. That don't mean that you have to be big mouth. I've seen some big mouth cats. (laughs) That don't mean they're a lion. They just big mouth are you with me now, I've seen some big mouths in the church and this is what I want to tell you if you have to go around telling everybody that you're holy potentate you probably not And <laughs> if you have to go around telling people how much anointing you have and how powerful that you are and how how this that and the other then you probably don't have nothing because the people that want to brag on how much they've got, I've come to find out they don't have enough anointing to blow the fuzz off of a peach. But whenever you find people, you can be confident in who God is. Amen. I found out that you can, you can be silent or in a quiet way, but yet be bold. Amen. And so it's not talking about being, yeah, there is a time to be loud there's there's I I wish I could yell like Parsons I do but I can't but I can still be just as bold as he is amen and so this is what it's referring to he said we're bold as lions we can walk in the room and change the atmosphere we can we can go into our workplace and begin to declare the goodness of God people say well how how is it that I'm you know gonna do this or gonna do that well just be bold Just be confident in who you are. Amen. And as you do, you'll see things begin to shift. Why? Because you're under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. And whenever the time is right, you can be bold as a lion and you can shift the circumstance or the atmosphere or the situation that is taking place. So we roar like He created us to. You take your rightful place of authority. And you live a fearless life. I will not fear. I will not fear. I refuse to fear. I've had a spirit of fear visit me a couple of times. But I refuse to let it stay. Amen. Because I know who I am in Christ. Amen. Amen. I think I've shared the story with you when I was in Africa and the spirit of fear come to me whenever they cut that tent down and uh, I couldn't get those people to come in did I tell you all that story? If I did, you don't remember, do you? We went and set up a tent in a village. I was preaching one village, Pastor Jonathan preaching in another village. He came back and said, how wonderful things went. He said, how'd you do? I said, I didn't. He said, what'd you do? He said, they cut the tent down. Nobody would come. We put the tent back up. We got out there the next night. A handful of people showed up. I finally asked him, I said, how come nobody's coming under the tent? How come nobody's coming to the service? They said, don't you know? I said, know what? He said, they killed three Americans here last month preaching the gospel. I said, all. thank you, Pastor Jonathan. <laughs> and so I had a choice to make. And that night I went back to my room, began to pray and ask the Lord to help me and give me direction and wisdom. And I, had, I wish I could tell you I was a man of faith and power. And I said, bless God, tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to go preach again. But the truth of it is I wrestle with a spirit of fear all night long. And I thought to myself, would I get up and I just be nice and say, well, you know what? I'll tell the folks whenever we get back, God helped us and blessed us in a wonderful way. And and that would be true because he got me out of that. Or was I going to go preach? And so God's grace met me in that place of a spirit of fear. And I learned how to live a fearless life. And so the next morning I I told my interpreters, I said, go get me a bullhorn. And they went and got me a bullhorn. I went to the city street and the market. And on a corner there, I started preaching the gospel. And I started preaching. And when I did, there was a whole gathering of people. And then we uh, started praying for the sick. And God gloriously healed some of the sick people. And we told them, come tonight to the uh, crusade. And God was going to do more miracles. Then we went to the village. And whenever it got to the village, uh, we were there. And uh, I seen the people in the village. And the guy told me he said uh, you you shouldn't go in there because all they know is voodoo and witchcraft. I said that's where we need to go, and so we went in there with my little bullhorn, and they started running everywhere. And I said, what's going on? He said they think that you're an albino black man. They'd never seen a white man before and i said well i said where is the chief because every village has a chief i said where's the chief they said he's over here in the hut he's he can't get out of bed and i went over there to the village and before they'd let me in they had to shake their roots and their powders and and uh, all of that and then they let me in and uh, so the chief says uh through the interpreter i said uh, how long you been sick he said i've been sick for six years i can't get out of this bed and I said, well, the God that I serve would heal you. And he said, if your God can, uh, he, he said through his interpreter of tried voodoo and witchcraft and none of it would work. And I said, Our, my God will heal you. Uh, by faith and so he says to me if your God can heal me then me and my village must serve your God I said all right so I prayed a little simple prayer asked God to touch him and by his grace that man God touched him and he got up out of that bed and started running around that village and that night the the church the tent was packed with people uh, coming and they received Christ as their personal savior and so you you see the enemy just on the other side of your fear is your victory just on the other side so the enemy's job is to try to cause you to have a spirit of fear and intimidation so that you draw back instead of continuing to go forward but whenever we know we're under the shadow of the Almighty when we know we've been covered with the blood of Jesus we don't have to fear we don't have to worry but we know we may it may be anxiety it may be trouble but God's going to give us the grace and we're going to overcome and on the other side of that we're going to see the good of God amen amen raise God and so tonight I want us to live a victorious life tonight I want us to live a fearless life I want us to be victorious because we know that we have authority to say to the mountain be removed cast into the sea to say to the sickness get up and go to say to the situation or the circumstance in our life that it be broken off of us and we have total victory in our lives through and by Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And so tonight, I believe that we can live under the shadow of the Almighty. Don't you? All right. All right.